Today's Godcast was given live during the 2021 Northern Ohio Youth Camp as a part of a special devotion series, Unmovable, We Will Not Be Shaken. At the NOYC, we desire for youth and adults alike to live a life that is unmovable and always abounding through Jesus Christ. Find more Christian content and special series by visiting our website at www.thenoyc.com or check out our social media pages. What a, what a sweet spirit. <laughs> There's nothing better than being in God's presence. <laughs> Can you feel God tonight? I don't serve God because I can feel him. But I'm sure glad I can. I want to preach a message to you tonight with God being our helper. You all remember the theme of this week? Unmovable. Unmovable. And I struggled with what I was going to preach. But I've come to a conclusion that God... From what I saw today, there has been a lot of different things occurring. I've seen some people wanting to get close to God, but i also seen some things that maybe wasn't real pleasing to God. Maybe some things were said or maybe some actions that were done. And I thought to myself as I listened and heard, well, what is actually going on? And you know what, I, what I've come to the conclusion is the devil's wanting to tear apart what God's wanting to build up. The devil's wanting you to basically not trust God. Let me ask you a question tonight. How is your faith? How is your faith tonight? You know, the Bible says it's impossible to please God except you have faith. Now, he didn't put an age limit on that. I've seen people get saved at 90-some years old as, as early as four years old. I can tell you this, if you don't know the Lord, it would be a great night for you to come to know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. You see, that's why we're here. Can I tell you, there's a lot of things that's going to happen in life that will cause you to be movable. But God wants you to be unmovable. In chapter number 27, we read about a man by the name of Paul. The Apostle Paul was a man that actually, his name was Saul before it became Paul, before God transformed him and changed his name. Saul was actually one that went around and persecuted the church. He hated the church. He hated Christians. He hated being around Christians. Now see, some of you here tonight, maybe you come because you really wanted to get closer to God. Some of you come because you were invited to come, and some of you probably don't even want to be here tonight. But can I tell you that you're not here by coincidence? God saw 2,000 years ago on this very day that you would be in this very place. That's because that's who God is. And the God that I serve, listen to me, my God is unmovable. And see, tonight, you are movable. That's why you need to get to a God that is unmovable, that will make you unmovable. You see, the Apostle Paul found out the hard way. The Apostle Paul, we read about this man. I ask you how your faith was. The Bible says and teaches us in the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 6, it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. 
For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So God wants to reward you tonight if you will seek him. How many of you have problems? How many of you have struggles? How many of you hate school? How many of you hate work? Too bad. You got to go to school and you got to work. Amen? But without faith, it's impossible to please God. Paul found out the hard way. When Paul finally come to know Jesus Christ as his personal Savior, can I tell you the problems begin to reign in Paul's life? Can I tell you that if anybody tells you that when you accept Christ that it's going to be easy, listen to my friend, run as far away from them as you can. Because the battle just begins. But can I tell you this? If you'll get close to God, God will get close to you. If you resist the devil, he'll flee from you. And can I tell you this? God will take you up in his arms. He'll love on you. He'll protect you. He'll be with you. Hey, can somebody shout tonight? You have to determine in your heart that you want to be unmovable. And you can do that with God's help. The Apostle Paul found himself in a city, a well-known city, town called Jerusalem. And you know what Paul was doing? He was just basically preaching Jesus Christ. He was telling people how good that God was. Hey, have I told you how good God is? Have you learned about him today? Paul was there and he began to think and he began to talk and he began to express the word of God and begin to preach the word of God to people. But then you had some people that was upset. And they took Paul and they put Paul in jail. They put him in prison and then he stood trial. The Bible teaches us from the, uh, the 21st chapter all the way over to the 27th chapter. He's been put in prison. He goes on trial. He shares his gospel or God's gospel with other people. He stands counsel. Now notice this. The Jews, the very people that he was preaching to and trying to help, wanted to kill him. They conspired to take his life. All because he mentioned the name of Jesus. He stands trial before this man named Caesarea. He then goes to the governor named Felix. He gives his account to them. And then he comes to a man by the name of Agrippa. He's the king. He begins to share how good that God was and how good that God has been to him. And he convinced King Agrippa that he needed to give his heart to Jesus. But then King Agrippa said, Almost, thou persuadest me to be a Christian. Can I tell you, you'll never read in the Bible anywhere whatever happened to King Agrippa. Can I tell you this? If King Agrippa left this life without accepting Jesus Christ, he heard these words, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. So Paul stands before all of these people. He's a citizen of Rome. He then, after going to King Agrippa, they put him on a ship and they send him to Rome. Now, on this ship is about 276 prisoners. Paul just was preaching the gospel, but now he is in the midst of a bunch of prisoners, murderers, hard criminals, 
But that's not all. On the way to Rome, the Apostle Paul finds himself in a ship and then a hurricane comes. For 14 days, Paul is on this ship wondering if he's going to make it to Rome. Oh, but then God speaks to him. And he assures him that because he was put on the ship and he was headed to Rome, that he would safely make it there. But can I tell you this on the way, God told him he would get there, but God also showed him that there would be problems along the way. The Apostle Paul, about the 14th day during this hurricane, they finally come to themselves. They have fasted. They now eat. They toss everything off the ship. Which brings us to chapter 27 in the book of Acts. The Bible says this in verse number 40. If you're there, say amen. The Bible says, And when they had taken up the anchors, they committed themselves into the sea and loosed the rudder bands and hoist up the mainsail to the wind and made toward shore. And falling into a place where two seas met, they ran the ship aground and the forepart stuck fast and remained unmovable. What's our theme? It remained unmovable. But the hinder part was broken with the violence of the waves and the soldiers' counsel was to kill the prisoners lest any of them should swim out and escape. But the centurion willing to save Paul kept them from their purpose and commanded that they which could swim should cast themselves first into the sea and get to land. And the rest, some on boards and some on broken pieces of the ship, now notice this. And so it came to pass that they escaped all safe to land. I want to ask you a question. I asked you how your faith was. But how do you remain unmovable in the midst of life? How do you remain unmovable when the storms of life come past you? How do you remain unmovable when it seems as if everybody that you come in contact with dislikes you? How do you remain unmovable when you want to stand for God, but everybody else around you wants nothing to do with God? Can I tell you, you are living in a world where people do not want anything to do with God. God has been taken out of our government. God has been taken out of our schools. And the sad part, God has been taken out of our homes. But Paul told them, because he had heard from God, except ye abide in the ship. Can I tell you something? If you want to make heaven your home, you've got to abide in the ship. Because there is a captain, a captain of the Lord's host, whose name is Jesus. And can I tell you, the old ship is battered. It's been worn. Can I tell you, it's been through the storms of life. But my friend, if you'll abide in the ship one day, you will make it home. You see, that's God's promise. How do you remain unmovable? There's three things that I want to quickly share with you of chapter 27, starting at verse 40. The Bible says, And when they had taken up the anchors... The next three words, they committed themselves. <laughs> they committed themselves. 
Notice this. You think you're going to get to heaven because you go to a church? You're mistaken. You think you're going to get to heaven because you come to youth camp? You're mistaken. You think you're going to get to heaven because you pay your tithes? My friend, you are mistaken. The only way that you'll get to heaven is the way that Jesus said. And he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by me. John 3.16, you heard it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You see, you have to commit yourself. These men were in a hurricane on a ship, 200, and notice this was not not some uh, princess cruise line. They're on a boat with a hurricane coming. Shoulder to shoulder, about like you are tonight. I'd say there's probably 276, if not 300 here tonight. And they're on this ship. And the winds come, the rain comes, the storm comes. For 14 days, they never saw daylight, wondering if they were going to make it. But God came to them, just as God is coming to you tonight. Given hope. Can I tell you, there's hope for you tonight. If you will commit yourself to Jesus Christ. You see, they committed themselves. They had a goal. You know what their goal was? They wanted to get to land. By a show of hands, how many of you want to go to heaven? (laughs) Can I tell you, if you get there, you have to go one way. And that's God's way. But they committed themselves. I'm 52 years old. Is that old to some of you? Don't say yes, please. For 28 years, I have committed myself to Jesus Christ. Has it been easy? Absolutely not. Has it been hard? You better believe it. Hey, pastor, did you want to give up? Absolutely. But can I tell you the times when it got rough that I didn't want to go on, that I got discouraged? Listen, can I tell you that God passed by my way and he gave me sweet peace. He gave me victory. He reminded me of where I'm going. Because I committed myself to him. You can be unmovable, but you have to commit yourself. This is not a fake religion. This is a pure and undefiled religion. Can I tell you the God that I serve is not dead. He is alive tonight. They committed themselves. Notice And when they had taken up the anchors, they committed themselves unto the sea and loosed the rudder bands and hoist up the mainsail to the wind and made toward shore. You know what they did? They just took up the sails. They held on to the side of the ship and they said, God, I'm going to trust you. You see, that's what you got to do. You've got to trust Jesus tonight. Are you waiting for a lightning bolt? It's not going to happen. You're waiting for a clap of thunder? It could, but that's not why how you get saved. It's by faith that you get saved. They committed themselves unto the Lord. Can I ask you, have you committed yourself to Jesus Christ? You need to commit yourself tonight, not tomorrow. Now's the accepted time. Today is the day of salvation. Bible says in Matthew 24, 13, but he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Kids, listen to me. Life is filled with storms. 
Life is filled with disappointments. Life is filled with things that you don't want to go to and go through. Life is filled with events in your life that you never thought you would ever go through. But can I tell you, if you'll commit yourself to Jesus Christ, I promise you, he said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll go with you always, even until the end of the world. You have to commit yourself. Be unmovable tonight by committing yourself to Jesus. You see, this isn't popular preaching in most churches. Did you know that? Can I remind you, Jesus wasn't popular either. He died for you. He that knew no sin became sin so you could go to heaven. We need to commit ourselves. The second thing comes from verse number 43. Not only do we must commit ourselves to Christ, but I want you to notice in verse 43, but the centurion willing to save Paul kept them from their purpose and commanded that they which could swim should cast themselves first into the sea and go to land. Not only should you commit yourself, but there's times in life while on the ship the things are going to happen in life. Look up here. You're just going to have to swim. <laughs> You're going to have to swim. We, you, you see, preacher, you said to stay in the ship. I understand that. But this ship here, they had gave themselves and committed themselves to land. And when they got there, it stuck in the land. And when they got there, the Bible says the wave began to come against the boat and the boat began to break apart. 276 soldiers or, or prisoners was there that night and they become fearful for their life. So the easiest thing to do was to kill all of them. But remember, Paul said, if we abide in the ship, there will not be one loss of life. But now they have come to land. The, the boat begins to break apart. And now they said, if you can swim, get in the water and swim to shore. I'm getting somewhere. Not only do you commit yourself, but there's times in life you're going to go through things that you don't understand. That you're just going to have to tread water and swim. You're going to have to trust God. I don't know the outcome. I don't know what you're going to go through, but I can tell you, I know the one that if you'll hold on to and trust in, he'll get you to shore. Life around us sometimes crumbles. Sometimes you got to just jump in and swim. The waves beat the ship. It was swim or die for these prisoners. It was swim or die for Paul. The chances of survival were slim to none. But remember, God has the last say. You see, they thought that life was going to be taken. But Paul got confirmation. If you'll abide in the ship, we'll all get there safely. And if you'll remember at the end of verse 44, the Bible says they, that they escaped all safe to land. You want to know why? Because first of all, they committed themselves. Second of all, they began to swim and they made it to shore. 
You've got to trust God. The Bible says in Psalms 30, chapter 5, for his anger endureth but for a moment. His favor is his life. Weeping may endure for night, but joy cometh in the morning. Hey, listen to me. Adults, young people, you look up here. Life becomes unbearable sometimes. People say this and they make this statement, God will never put on more than you can bear. You ever been diagnosed with cancer? That can become unbearable. You ever suffered a loss of a sibling or a child? That can become unbearable. In February of this year, I was told that I probably got leukemia, Hodgkin's lymphoma, or something to that effect. This was in February. From February to this day, I was told, I wondered and worried, but there come a point in my walk with God, I had to say, God, you're in control of everything. God, I trust you. God, whatever it is that you want, God, I'm willing to go through it. To see souls saved, to see my family saved, Brother Isaiah, to see the church grow, to see, listen, God do a great work. I said, God, whatever it is, I'll go through it. Because God, I trust you. And it was at that time in my life, I needed to learn how to swim. You see, some people don't know how to swim. But sometimes in life, you learn to swim, even if it's just treading water. From February to this day today, I found out this morning at noon that what I have is something simple that the doctors can take care of. Hey, can I tell you my God is able? Can I tell you my God cares? Can I tell you my God is here for you today? Can I tell you my God, if he cares for me, oh, he cares for you. The Bible says not one sparrow falls from the sky that God doesn't know about. Oh, can I tell you, God loves you tonight. Sometimes you just got to tread water and swim. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, to trust in the Lord. With all of your heart. And lean not under your own understanding, but acknowledge him. Hey, in all of his ways. And he said, if you'll do that, that he will direct your paths. You know, I could be preaching tonight knowing that I've got cancer and got days or months to live, but that doesn't change the message. <laughs> God's still good, God's still the same God. Oh, but preacher, you don't understand the life that I live when I go home and what I've got to go through. I don't, but God does. And if God does, He can care for you. He can love on you. He can give you peace. He can protect you because that's who God is. You have to be unmovable. My third point in closing, not only must you commit yourself, sometimes you got to swim. Preacher, what happens if I don't know how to swim? Well, notice with me at verse 44. Let me go back to verse 43. He said, But the centurion willing to save Paul kept them from their purpose and commanded that they which could swim should cast themselves first into the sea and get to land. And the rest. You say, Preacher, I can't swim. Well, this is for you. 
and the rest. And the rest. Some on boards. You got to get this. If you can't swim, this is for you. If you've not committed, this is for you. He says, and some on boards and some on broken pieces of the ship. And so it came to pass that they escaped all safe to land. Can I tell you, if you've not committed and you cannot swim, will you just grab hold of some broken pieces in your life and grab hold of them? Maybe somebody that's broken life, they know Jesus, get a hold of them and say, would you help me get to heaven? You see, this message applies for all. See, you may have committed. You may be enduring. Some of you may be swimming tonight. And you know what? It may seem as if you're drowning. Can I tell you? Just grab hold of something. (laughs) Pastor Gary, would you come up here? Sister Renee, would you come here? Wherever you are. Uh, be patient with me, okay? All that was left couldn't swim. So they grabbed hold of anything. I want you to notice that God always makes good on His promise. Paul told them that if they'll abide in the ship, that there'll be no loss of life. When they finally committed themselves to land, the ship hit ground. It began to break apart. Some began to jump out and swim. Some on broken pieces. But let me remind you that they escaped all safe to land. Paul Moore and Don Moore, would you make your way up here? Could you just separate yourself? Would you, would you agree with me, Pastor Gary, that Renee is your best friend? Sister Renee, would you agree that Pastor Gary is your best friend? Can I ask you something? Do you think I could push you over? Do you think I could push you over? Don, I know I can push you over. Come over here, Don. I want you two to lock arms there because you like each other and you're friends. Paul, you stand behind your wife. Now, don't let her fall. Okay. I want you to, would you, you think you're friends with her? Okay, would you lock her? Is she your best friend? If not, I'm sure Brother Gary would be your friend. Madeline McDonald, would you come up here? I know I can push you over. But I want you to just grab hold of Pastor Gary's arm there. And Could you have your best friend come up here? Huh? What, what, what Will you holler for? <laughs> Do anybody else have friends here tonight? You got friends? You got a ton of them. I'm talking best friends. I'm talking about friends that will be with you regardless. Michaela, will you come up here? Trisha, will you come up here? Now, you all agree that 
I could probably individually push all of these guys over. Hmm? Don't make me. I, I want you to just lock arms here. Now, see, there's no folks up here related other than the, the spouses, daughter and mother and daughter and mother. But these two don't know these two other than friendship. They're not related. These two aren't related to these two, nor are these two related. To these. None of these are related, but they're friends. And you know what they're going to do? In life, they're going to help each other. You see, I can push one around if I wanted to. Now, Paul would probably give me a fight, but I think I can still take him. <laughs> At least that's what his brother Rich said. <laughs> Have any of you ever heard of redwood trees? These redwood trees are out on the West Coast. They're the tallest in America. And when you go to them... You, you look up and they say the average height of a redwood tree is 240 feet. 240 feet. And their circumference is between 10 and 17 feet. It, they say it would take 17 normal people to grab hands and get and make a circle around this tree. But here's the ironic part about those trees. You never see those trees blow over. But here's the ironic part about these trees. Did you know that their roots, as tall as these trees are, 240 feet, did you know that their roots only go between 6 and 10 foot deep? Preacher, that's impossible. A, a tree that stands 240 feet, but it never blows over, and their roots only go between 6, 10, maybe 15 foot deep, how does that work? Their roots don't go down, their roots go out. And their roots go out and they find the next redwood tree. <laughs> and they interlock. And you know what? They can push and the winds may make them sway. But can I tell you, when they interlock, they'll never fall down. You see, that's what you've got here tonight. You've got friends. You've got people that love you. You've got Christians. You've got preachers. You've got people that care for you tonight and they want you to be saved. You see, this is a family. They are not related. But in Christ, we've been adopted into the family of God. So you know what we can call ourselves? Just call us big redwood trees. You all can be seated. You see, you can become unmovable. But it's up to you. Let me ask you a question. Have you committed yourself? Have you committed? Listen, I'm not talking about coming up to the altar. Anybody can do that. I'm not talking about going to church. Anybody can go to church. I'm talking about committing yourself and saying, God, I want to go to heaven. God, I want to make my mind up. God, I want a purpose in my heart. God, because you've saved me, I want to know that I know that I know that when I leave this life, I know that I'm going to heaven. 
You see, you can become unmovable. You don't know my story. You don't know the drugs that I did. The alcohol that I consumed. The life that I lived prior to being saved. And surely if God can save me, He can save you. The Apostle Paul, the one that I'm talking about, God used him. And you know what? God used him to the point, that's the reason you can be saved tonight. He was the forerunner for Christ. And you know what Paul said? That he was the least among everybody. He was the chief of all sinners. But yet God loved him. God kept him. Why? Because he committed himself to Christ. Can I ask you, have you committed yourself to Christ? Have you jumped in and just swam because life around you is broken? Maybe you feel like you're drowning. Can I tell you, grab hold of the broken pieces because can I tell you tonight, every person in this building is broken. And there's no way you can be saved except you be broken. The Bible says he comes to those with a broken heart and a contrite spirit. You see, I was broken. Can I tell you tonight that I'm faced with things in my life that I remain broken. But can I tell you, broken's not always bad. Thank you so much for joining the NOIC for our special series, Unmovable, We Will Not Be Shaken. We pray that this message has been a blessing and a challenge to your Christian walk with Christ. We invite you to share today's episode that we may encourage one another in the Lord. You can also find more Christian content and special series by visiting our website at www.thenoyc.com or check out our social media pages. Until next time, continue on in Christ.